video games were made to be played. Don't play yours? We know some people who will. We are Get Well Gamers, a charity who take your unwanted video games and consoles to give to children's hospitals and wards across the UK. Donating is super easy. Just head over to our website, getwellgamers.org.uk, to fill out our online donation form. You've played the hero, now be the hero. And welcome to episode 121 of the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast. Jess, Craig and Andy here to bring you the latest in the video game industry, which we will discuss and react to all the news. And we'll also let you know what games are due for release and what we've been playing, including Dead Island 2 and more Zelda from me. We're also going to review and discuss our thoughts on the Super Mario Brothers movie. Um, in our movie review section and as always you can head over to puredaygaming.com for our latest written reviews follow us on our socials, join our discord and subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss future episodes indeed Indeed. how are we this week? great tired <clears throat> I'm tired as well actually mm. all very time tired off. <laughs> Aye. fucking knackering time off isn't it I wouldn't know about it so hard a lot of these thoughts of what to do and then you end up doing nothing because you're just so much choice oh, yes such what a hard <laughs> that's what happens well I mean two weeks ago you got a year of your 30s back last week you had a gigantic bollock you get anything to bring to the table last week how is, no, how is your nut my bollock's back to normal thank Good. you yeah I've yeah. got a lump Oh, so you do? What the fuck happened there? I don't know. <laughs> we think it's from playing too much Zelda, to be honest. <laughs> from playing the Switch too much. Repetitive stress injury. Yes. And so, yeah, so it's on my wrist for the listeners, and yeah. It's like it looks a, like a build up of flow. I think or it's one of these like ganglion cysts, which is a horrible word that. Ganglion, mm. isn't it? It makes it sound as if it's dangling off. Nah. <laughs> no, but it's not. It's just a swollen wrist. It's also just as well that you clarified that it was on your wrist because we were talking about him having a swollen ball and then you said, I've got a lump. Yeah, but I think between... People might start to think that. Between work and using my mouse and then also use the trackpad when I'm on my treadmill and playing Zelda, I just think I've just been doing too much with my wrist. Ah, there we go. Don't even see it, Craig. You already knew, Jess. You didn't, you didn't even finish the sentence and you knew what you'd done. <laughs> You're like, I've walked right into that one. I mean, she knows. She knows straight away. Like, I live with them, I know. She's literally avoided work so successfully that she's got a lump in her, her arm. <laughs> Just as well, none of your work know about this. Evidence. Nah. That's not. You could be called into a meeting and this could be evidence. Oh, and you could just kid on it. It's put too much typing. Too many emails. Right. I think, I mean, I, yeah. Between that and then scrolling on my phone. Like, it's no wonder <laughs> I've got a lump. Yeah. Heart bleeds for you. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, we actually, I got a direct message from Ewan today, one of the listeners, and he was saying he had an idea, and he was like, you should get Andy to review a game 
as a song, he should write a song about it and review it like lyrically. Mm. <laughs> I said I'd pass that on. Next, the next game you complete, you should you should write like a, a few uh, bars, spit them few... out. I'm not a rapper. In the style of Jack Black, peaches. Uh. <laughs> peaches, peaches, peaches. <laughs> yeah, we'll get onto that later. Will we? Yes. Okay. Did you hear about the the Konami employee that tried no. to murder his boss? No. No. <laughs> so, what? So apparently in uh, Japan, there was this guy, he's like a programmer or something like that, and his boss was giving him a hard time. And just the usual stuff, like, can I get on at him? Like, every time he went to the toilet, it was a fucking stopwatch, mm-hmm. I think. That, you know, that, you, ah, everyone said yeah. a boss like that, right, prick. Or maybe it wasn't, maybe the guy's a prick, I don't know. Wasn't there. But um, the employee, basically, in the studio, like, in the actual office, picked up a fire extinguisher and fucked him in the back of the head with Ooh. it. Oh, and then the rest of the employees had to, like, jump on him and hold him down. And then police get called, police came, and he's quoted as saying to the police, I was being harassed. I hit him with the intention of killing him. Oh, you fucking idiot. Why the fuck would you say that? You Just lie. fucking idiot. Just said- lie. I thought he was in fire. So... <laughs> I know it looks like a, a murderous assault. I was just trying to help with excessive force. Say something. Why would you be like, I was trying to murder him? Because you've got to think the police were there a wee while after the incident. So it's not as if his adrenaline was still right up. Yeah, you've had time to process and think of exactly. your Exactly, time to think of an excuse and go, fuck, what am I going to say here? Yeah, no, I'll just tell him the truth. <laughs> but he's just went, no, I was definitely trying to kill him. And I'm a you bit upset that I didn't. You don't tell the police nothing. Uh, apparently hit him right in the back of the head. <laughs> not a good look for Konami. No, not great. Do you think he was been forced to work on eFootball? <laughs> Maybe. Oh my like, god! Fucking, I can't deal with this anymore. Would you just release Master League and all like, that nut? There's this guy. There's this guy in Scotland that's got a podcast that gets really fucking annoyed about it. We're having a great time and we're never releasing Master League. And then the guy was like, try to defend my honour. <laughs> Do I the wee, the wee programmers get all the stuff ready to release? Yeah, and they just they just like <laughs> they refuse nah, to pull the gonna, plug on it. We're gonna see how long we can go without releasing it, and people still buying it. It's only been seventeen months. Unbelievable. But yeah, bad times at Konami. Mm-hmm. Murderous rampages and the like. Uh, oh, we've got a clarification on we're talking about Ubisoft Plus last week. Mm-hmm. So uh, Graham on the Discord uh, filled me in. You do get access to the new titles day one. So uh, okay. we talked about how I think it's fifteen pound the subscription service, which is still too much. But I think it was you, Andy, had said like obviously if you did get the new titles day one, you could just subscribe for a month, play the game, and then cancel. Yeah, um, and you can do that. So. You can. Yeah, you get all the new titles day one, so you could subscribe and then cancel. Fucking hell. So that's, I mean, that certainly makes it a better deal, but at the same point, like, a lot of Ubisoft games are quite long. And so, I don't know, see when, like, the new Assassin's Creed comes out, maybe not Mirage, because it's maybe smaller, but, like, I'd say it was Valhalla come out, uh-huh. you'd probably be at that for more than a month. So all of a sudden already you've paid £30. So that's like £30 to rent it, do you know mm. what I mean? So maybe it does kind of go both ways, I suppose, but... But yeah, if I usually get bored after about a month. To be fair, no, nah, that's true. <clears throat> if you, but if you, yeah, if you, if you go for Ubisoft Plus, you can get day one titles and then just cancel it after. 
the mistake the mistake I always make with those games is doing too much side stuff mm. and then actually getting bored of the game burning yourself out exactly burning myself out that's the exact term mm-hmm. yeah but I'm, you don't like to be under leveled like, I know I like to be oh, like over the level of what I should be so going in I, so I, I do do too much I know but then I feel as if I don't do I'll, a lot of games I don't finish the main story I just get bored Aye. I just get bored of it. I didn't finish Valhalla I did eventually, but it, honestly, I think yeah, it was like what, 140 I mean, hours. What's the, percentage, what's the percentage of people who have yeah. done it, who have completed it? Because fuck me, yeah, it's big. Oh. It's huge, aye. It was far too big. That's why I'm excited for this new one, if it ever comes out Mirage. Like, it's supposed to be like, it started off as meant to be DLC, and it's supposed to be more of the sort of older style mm. Assassin's Creed games. So I think that's going to be like a, maybe like a 15 hour, more stealth based story. And I'm well up for that. Mm. Which apparently it's still due July or August, but they've said nothing about it. I don't think they're going in, going to until June. Uh, they've got a showcase then. But yeah, Ubisoft Plus, not as bad a deal as we first thought, but still not worth it. <laughs> um, yeah, we also had a writing from Gary who said, with the news that PSVR 2 isn't selling as well as expected, what would the team do if they were in charge of PlayStation to maximise sales? We discussed this couple of weeks ago and I think last week as well um, because there was a Bloomberg article that was published basically suggesting that the device was off to like a slow start Um, but there has been like sort of new data that's emerged suggesting that it might not be as bad as it's been made out because there was like a comparison of all the reported and estimated figures of all major VR headsets like in their first 40 months of release that was kind of pulled together by a Twitter user uh, Leo Green I think so I say it Um, so yeah if the sort of 270k to 300k estimate is true then psvr like compared to the other headsets has actually had one of the best launches for a vr headset ever and the best for a wired headset based on that kind of one month Mm. sales figure um if you remember like I, i had said like psvr one took eight months to get to one million yeah um we don't know what the month one figure was but um and then yeah like even like was it say here like the quest was like four to five after four months? Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's it's maybe not quite as bad. Um, I think part of it like is that places are just looking for a news story. Yeah, I do. And it probably doesn't help to be fair that Sony aren't saying anything. Mm-hmm. But it's it's not going to be based on its early sales. Like it's, I mean, obviously, like now it does seem like it potentially has sold quite well, but it's going to be. Like down the line, like how what games do they bring out for it a year from now? Like, well, mm-hmm. like they need to start selling it. In, we said that last week, but they need to start actually selling it in shops. Yeah, that would be a start. Like the fact that it, you can only buy it direct from PlayStation online, they'll be like, I know it's not necessarily a casual purchase, a five hundred pound VR headset, but there still will be gamers that like aren't as clued in as us that are like, oh, I am sure PlayStation have got a new headset coming out, but it must not be there yet because it's, it's not in-game. You know what I mean? Like, you need to get this stuff and make it accessible to buy. Yeah. Uh, so to me, the fact that they've done, they've sold as many as that potentially with all these restrictions and the fact that there's not really as big an install base for PS5 yet and stuff like that, I think, I think it's doing all right. I mean, I, I, I think based on kind of that, it's probably set to outpace P- PSVR 1, which I suppose is probably the bare minimum that Sony are Yeah, they wanted to do better than, than I mean? the first one, certainly. 
But I, I still think it's going to come down to like we, we spoke about this a lot before launch. But I think they need to get a hold of like third party developers and be like put a VR mode into your game, like Resident Evil Village. Like you can now play that game in VR. Like get folk like that yeah. to put VR modes in so that like it's hard. I mean, again, I've said this multiple times, but it's hard to make a v- spend two or three years making a VR game and make your money back because you're not going to sell that many copies. Mm. But if you make Resident Evil Village that sells 10 million copies and you've also got a VR mode and folk are like, oh, I'd love to play it that way. That's the, the most immersive way to play it. Like, I, I think that's the way forward and I hope they do it that way. Yeah, and a, a bit of marketing. They're really shit at it. Aye, they they just they've they seem to have an opinion that things will just sell. And to be fair, given how well PlayStation's selling, like there was a an article, I think it's two hundred and it's about two, no sorry three hundred and sixty percent year on year growth um, for PlayStation fives. Now, granted, last March or April or whatever, there would have been a lot less available, but that's still a hell of a growth. Like mm. PlayStations are still flying off the shelf, so. To a certain extent, they probably feel like they don't have to, but I still think it's better to do it. Yeah, I mean, I suppose I say that with um, the football Champions League playing in the background and PS5 has been plastered all over the screen at various points. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, they, I mean, they do do stuff. It's not like they're <laughs> just sitting back, but it's, I don't know, it's the announcements of things when it's just like, oh, come check our blog. I know. Nobody wants to check your fucking no. blog. <laughs> That's not a viable marketing thing. Oh, check the blog. <laughs> Fuck off. It's not 1995. Um, and also, Mark wrote in and said, what do you think about Sony's new controller patent that can make the controller heat up or cool down to add immersion? It's never, that's never coming out. What is that? <laughs> yeah. So, don't worry, right, this happens all the time that like companies file patents and they don't actually ever use them yeah like they just do it so, so that if they ever ownership. decide to they've got ownership yeah, there's yeah, no, got it, yeah. but yeah they filed a patent for uh i think it's like an addition to the dual sense and it can basically heat up or cool down so it would be like you could maybe have it where if you're playing in god of war and you go to like a world where it's icy the controller could feel cold and if you go to a place where it's like hell in a game it would feel hotter mm-hmm. and stuff like that i don't think this will ever be used no i mean we've all been there with a sweaty controller in our hands trying to who the fuck wants beat a, a boss it's not it's not fun yeah that's nah, a good it's... point that's a good point <laughs> Every time you lose a bit of health, it gets the controller gets hotter and you're it's like slippy fucking sweat like... pissing off your hands. You're like, I can't fucking do this. Yeah. Wrong. There would potentially be something in keeping the controller cool. Like maybe that would be like. But at the same point, it's just it's just something else to go wrong. But, and then it just sacrifices battery life Aye. for yeah. something that really, which is something the dual sense controller does not need because those things I've got. I mean, mine last for three hours. I'm about the same. So, aye, I, I can't see it ever happening. It's, it's, it's a, I suppose it, you could think of some cool implementations of it, maybe, but you're talking to the controllers. But nothing is game-changing. No. You're like, oh, I wish that. Like, get the rumble was game-changing. Yeah. That makes a difference. Yeah, I don't yeah. think you've ever thought, oh, if only my controller was Heat cold it up. right okay. now. Aye, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And like you say, the, I mean, the, that's the most important thing that you've stated, the battery life. Like, mm. the battery life would fucking tank absolutely tank and yeah. they don't need that and aside from that 
the thing already costs 60 quid. Like, how expensive are we wanting these controllers here? I know. £60 probably as much as you really want to be paying for a controller, isn't it? Nah. Still working at my Microsoft points to get my free Xbox controller. I really want that... Uh, the kind of eco one that they've... Yeah, I mean, yeah, usually as soon as I see eco ending, I'm like, fucking get in the bin. Just fuck off. But this, they've got this new eco controller and like, right. the back of it lo- almost looks like it's got like vines on it. It just It's mm. really cool. It's made from like recycled plastics and right. things like that. Uh-huh. Um, but it's cool. It looks nice on it, but yeah. The problem is, though, since we started this Microsoft Rewards Points thing, wanting a controller, they've released about six different ones. I'm like, oh, I want that one! No, I want that one! And I'm going to end up cracking and buying one. Yeah, Okay, let's look ahead to the week ahead and this week's biggest releases. So, April 18th, first up, we have Disney Speedstorm and Minecraft Legends are both dropping. Um, So for the kids? Yep. And Jess. Um, although I don't I'm probably not gonna touch Disney Speedstorm to be honest, because I had a look at it today and as we mentioned before, so early access begins today, at the day of recording, April eighteenth, and allows you to play the game while it's still being worked on by Gameloft. So it's you know, it's a early access game. Mm-hmm. Um but to play it you need to buy a founders pack um until the game obviously fully releases and then it'll be free to play, but um the standard Founders Pack is twenty four ninety nine. The Deluxe is thirty nine ninety nine, and the Ultimate Founders Pack is fifty seven ninety nine. Um, I just I can't get my head around this early access. You've got to pay for it, and then once it's ready, it's free. Yeah. What, what the fuck? What, it's so backwards. That's it's so like strange. it's like somebody thought it, this is the right way around, and went, "Aye, that's fine." And nobody's went. By the way, mate, it's actually the other way around. They do it usually. We focus test it for free and then we sell it when it's ready mm-hmm. make any fucking sense I mean, have you not looked into that like why they made that decision they did, I don't know they did, I mean they did it with Dreamlight Valley and I think it worked out quite well for them but at the same point Dreamlight Valley was on Game Pass so I think that's why it worked yeah. out for them hmm. but this isn't I thought it was maybe going to be like a ghost announcement. Like, just when it came out, they'd be like, oh, by the way, it's on Game Pass. Yeah, and so, like, I had to be look at, like, kind of breakdown of what you get for each and stuff. So, like, the the kind of thing for me that was most glaring is, like, you only get two characters to start, Mickey Mouse or Donald oh. Duck, for the standard one. Um, if you buy the Deluxe, you get three racers, and if you buy the Ultimate, you get five racers. One of which is Elizabeth Swan from Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, for fuck's sake. I mean, who wants her? Nobody. That's fucking terrible, man. I don't even think I want any character for Pirates of the Caribbean. So like fucking leave Jack Sparrow alone. Right? Jack Sparrow. He's a national treasure. See, <laughs> so yeah, obviously they are going to add more characters in and stuff like that, but I'm just like, is she really a selling point for no, no. $57.99? <laughs> like, wow. Pay for the super deluxe version, you get fucking Elizabeth Swan. If there's like Googling who is Elizabeth Swan. In fact, you can find out, you can, there's a, a site you can go into, I think it's actually Google, and they'll tell you like uh, how many search results there's been. I'd love to know how many folk have typed in in the last week who is Elizabeth Swan. Because <laughs> folk won't even remember. That's fucking horrendous, man. What are they doing? I don't know. I can't wait for a year from now when uh, it goes offline and everybody that's paid for all these characters <laughs> just loses them and they're like, ah, we'll be back next year uh, with the finished product. <laughs> that's what they usually do there, so, isn't it? So yeah, if, if you want to check that out, feel free. Um, the fucker doesn't have a platinum either. Mm. 
Get, it do, to be fair, like, I did look at a, a couple of um, trailers of gameplay and stuff, and it does look cool, but it it it's just your standard cart racer by the looks of thing. I don't see them doing anything new and innovative. And oh, what's, that, what's that word? That's a word. <laughs> innovative. Um, which, to be fair, like I don't know. It's see, pro- to be fair, if if there's reviews come out and they say the gameplay is really good, I I would check it out. But I, it'll just be, it's a poor effort of yeah. Mario. Well, I'm I'm happy to wait for it to be free to play and then we'll yeah. assess it. Um, Minecraft Legends, as I mentioned. Um, it's not scoring very high. Is it not? Nah. Nah, I don't think it's going to do that well. The Minecraft spin-off games don't, they seem to be okay, but I don't think they're like capturing the magic of the original game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's sitting like a 73 or a 74 in Metacritic. I mean, it's meant to be alright, but nah, nothing great. It is on Game Pass though, so if you have Xbox, you may as well check it out. April 19th, Horizon for Bison West, Burning Shores DLC. We've also got Final Fantasy Pixel Remasters and Secret Agent Cold War Espionage. I quite so, right. Obviously, this is not the game that anyone is going to care about on this day. <laughs> like, everyone's going to be like, Horizon. Um, but it looked this Cold War Espionage thing, right? It's like, it's just, it's made by like a couple of people and it's. Um, it's like a wee kind of 3D stealth game. And I just, I don't know, I saw a couple of minutes of gameplay and I thought, I quite fancy that. I bet it's only a couple of pounds. I might check it out. Okay, you do that and report back. What else was it that was Horizon and what else? All the Final Fantasy Pixel Remasters. Oh yeah, folk are going mad for that as well. Yeah, that's a big day, to be fair. Like, Horizon's one of the best games on PlayStation 5, so you've got DLC for that, which there's no reviews or anything like that yet, but it's never going to be bad, is it? There's no way they'd put out something bad. The only thing that could happen is it could be pretty short, and maybe that would be a knock on it, but it's going to be quality. Um, And then the Pixel remasters. um, I mean, virgins love that stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Moving on. April 20th, so today, if you are listening on day of this podcast releasing, Coffee Talk episode 2, Stray Blade and Tin Hearts are all coming out. Yeah, you're going to be checking out Tin Hearts. Yeah, so I thought this was coming to all platforms, but like very recently, Nintendo like made some sort of deal or the, and it's now like a Switch timed exclusive. So, for a month. For, until the 16th of May. So, yeah, from the 20th of April to the 16th of May, it's only on Switch. Um, thereafter, it comes to everything else. I think it's because it, it got most anticipated Nintendo Switch game award at Gamescom last year. And so as a sort of, like, appreciation thank you to, like, the people who voted and fans of, like, of it. Um, Nintendo have waited they until managed a to... week before release and secured yeah. a month exclusive. Yeah, it seems. But yeah, just a wee thank you to the fan. Yeah. <laughs> I thank as a thank you, you'll get to play it and nobody else will. For one month. For one month, but you'll get to play. We got a code. For yeah, today. I don't know. It's like a little immersive narrative puzzle adventure game, um, and that's that's the kind of thing I, I like. The team that that it's a bit it's from, it's a little bit Lemmings, I think. Yeah. So you've got these little toy soldiers, or like they're what are they called? Ten hours. No, but they're like. They look like the little guys that like stand outside of Buckingham Palace. Like nutcracker things. Aye. I mean, it's, that's not what it says outside <laughs> Buckingham Palace. <laughs> what do you call those guys? 
<laughs> guys with the funny hats. The armed guard. Is it not the armed guard? They, they look a bit like them anyway. <laughs> and so you've, <laughs> so you've got to guide. You've got to guide all the wee guys from Buckingham Palace <laughs> through levels and out the other end. So it's, oh. it's like it's like a three D Lemmings, but it's called Ten Hearts, and it's only in the Switch for a month. <laughs> <laughs> I think we sold that one seamlessly. Didn't yeah, we? you can report back on it next week. Yeah, we'll do. We'll do. Uh, April first, we've got Dead Island Two. Craig has talked talk to us about that. I really like it. I really like it. Um, I've only played like maybe five hours so far. We just got the code through yesterday, um, and I spent most of Monday night playing it. It's, I mean, it's Dead Island. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's if you like. The first Dead Island, if you like Dying Light, those type of games, then you're going to enjoy it. Like the, I the, did. Aye, I, I think you really like it. Like the part that sold me the most is it looks really cool. It's so vibrant. Like right. I don't know. I enjoyed Dying Light too. I didn't finish it. I stopped playing because I think I was getting some bugs. I knew the trophies were bugged. I mean, don't be wrong. I really enjoyed it, but it did just seem so dark and dreary and. I'm not no, saying that's what it doesn't needs to be like or whatever, but like I was just like oh, I don't know, it just, it didn't fully grab me. Whereas Dead Island Two, it's it's set in LA or they're calling it Hell A. I mean, it just seemed to be buildings. Dying Light Two just yeah. seemed to be built like a an occurrence of buildings. There's another building. There's another almost building. like procedurally generated. Yeah. Whereas what I really like about this is instead of one big open world map, it's smaller districts. Mm. and so you go from district to district and it's so detailed like you start off and you're in the sort of like Hollywood Hills um, you're kind of rummaging through houses and stuff like that there's like a YouTuber's house you're in and there's this house that, that people that do a podcast and stuff like that and there's so much it's just so detailed and there's so much cool stuff about it like exploring's really fun it's like sunshine outside like it's just so vibrant and bright the, the one thing at first I thought that the combat was a little bit light. Like, it didn't feel like when you whacked a zombie, you want to feel like that sort of feedback. Oh. Do you know what I mean? And there wasn't really that. And I was like, ah, oh, it doesn't feel great, the melee combat. But you obviously, you upgrade your weapons at, like, tool benches and stuff like that. And as you do, it definitely improves. Yeah. Um, it's really fun so far. I really, really like it. It's, it's not doing anything new. Like early reviews come out today and I think it's sitting at about 75 which that's kind of what it's going to be it's not it's not doing anything new but it's a lot of fun and if it's the type of game you like I think you'll really like it and one thing that's a massive plus for me is it's not remember when Dying Light 2 was coming out and they were like 500 hours of gameplay oh, and then they had and, and folk were like that's not the brag yank it is I know well, well, nobody wants that <laughs> nobody wants that because well, you know it's just like it's all filler aye. it's all shite aye well this is a 20 hour story that's and what you want. aye that totally appeals to me like I'm like great I can finish this in a week and have a good time with it and so far like I say really enjoying it one thing I'm slightly worried about is they have hinted at like elemental zombies. So like I've got a knife that I've electrified and they're like, so just be aware that if you come against a, a come up against an electrified zombie, this will not work as well. Or if you come against a fire zombie, then you can't you shouldn't be using like a flaming bat or whatever. And I'm like, oh, I don't know about that pish. I'd rather it was just I realise they have to mix it up a bit, do you know what I mean? But I would it's rather making you mix it up. Aye. But I would rather just enjoy what I'm enjoying. Mm. But We'll see how it goes. But so far, really, really good. Um, 
I do like a good district. You do. You do. Dishonored. Got a couple of good districts. Oh. It's not on the level of Dishonored, but not much is, in fairness. <laughs> but yeah, I would recommend it. If you like those type of games, I think you'll you'll really enjoy it. If you like a good district folk. Yeah. This oh, is the game actually, game. sorry, we've got a couple of questions on, quite a uh, on Twitter. Adder Black said, how does it play purely single player? And that, I mean, that's the only way I play. After you do the tutorial, it does come up saying, it's like Far Cry style, but it comes up saying, oh, someone else can now join your game. Fuck off. And I'm like, ah. Disable that. Ah, I'm like, ah. It, it literally does. It gives you options. Do you want to look for someone? Do you want to no. just leave it just now? Or do you want to disable? And I'm like, disable, not, disable. Not leave it just now, leave it forever. Aye. Because I was thinking if I don't disable it, then somebody will just fucking randomly spawn in or something like that. You know what I mean? Fuck off. Um, but it definitely, so far, it certainly seems more Far Cry style where you can do it if you want, but you're not missing anything if you don't. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Um Paul asked, uh, does the hub instead of open world help or hinder? So that's sort of like the being, it being districts rather than one big open world. I think it really helps. Like the team that made this, Dam Buster, the last game they made was Homefront the Revolution, which was an absolute pile of shite. And in contrast, this looks beautiful, runs at 60 frames that's a second. That's the last game they made. Mm-hmm. Fucking hell, that was a long time ago, was it not? Aye. I mean, this game's been getting made for a decade. And it's went through four developers. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Aye, a long time. Um, I mean, that game got like a 3 out of 10. So this is a massive glow up from that. Uh, but yeah, I think the, the smaller districts is definitely going to be a plus. Uh, he also asks um, about the ability card system. So it's pretty much just an upgrade tree, except they've done it differently. You've got these cards and some of them are like new moves or new abilities and you can swap them in and out you can only have so many active at a time so you can change your play style based on that mm-hmm. like one of them will be like you can attack zombies from behind like stealth one of them will be you can do this you can do that so you can change the way you play uh, and then hunter asked do you recommend pre-order and i would just say if you like this type of game you're going to really enjoy it but if you didn't like dead island one or dying light it's more of that so yeah, I would recommend it. Okay, thank you. Um, and just to give a shout out to the latest Game Pass new additions, um, Coffee Talk we already mentioned, Medieval Dynasties coming April 20th as well, Homestead Arcana, that's April 21st, April 26th is Cassette Beasts, uh, Blaze Blue April 27th, and the Last case of Benedict Fox on the twenty seventh as well, and then May second is Redfall. So, that Benedict Fox game looks fucking brilliant. Yeah. I played a demo of it on PC, and the performance was kind of not great, but the actual game itself looked awesome and played really well despite um, dropping frames. So hopefully, uh, it's ready when it comes out. Cool. So that's your lot for this week. Um, I don't have a deal of the week per se, but if you are a Game Pass subscriber, then they so are... basically I know on Xbox. Yeah, basically. Um, Xbox is hosting like an exclusive sale for members only this week. Um, so there's like 150 individual deals known as the Game Pass add-on sale. So I would go check that out. There's lots there for your picking. Yep. Uh, it's all... 
it's a good model for Game Pass, to be fair. It's like, it's all, yeah, you get the game here, but then they release expansions, and so I, all those are 40, 50% off. Um, so if you've played a game on Game Pass that you like, the chances are that the expansion for it is currently probably about half price. Okay, let's review our week and share what we have been playing. Craig, you have been playing Dead Island 2, which you've spoken about. I have. I have spoken about it. Uh, I've... Oh. Have you played anything else? I have. Uh, I spoke about it a few weeks ago, but uh, a game that you actually both saw me playing, that zombie derby pixel survival, when you had to mow oh, down yeah. the, the zombies. Yeah. Uh, so they have released an update. You know, I remember I said that Xbox games sometimes get like free updates to add more gamer score. Well, they have updated another 1000G. Yes! I know. <laughs> Uh, and yes. you will probably get them automatically when you load it up. Oh yes, exactly. What achievement? Uh, so the tro- the achievements, sorry, are this is what for, I for 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 well, a lot of our audience do. I know that's what I'm not, I'm not patronising anyone here. This is what I love for. <laughs> achievements are where it's at. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the achievements are for killing 200, 400, Listen, 600, If you're knowing the achievement train, <laughs> you're getting left behind. Exactly. Tell you. Hey. April's heating up, right? <laughs> there's a there's a leaderboard that I need to start paying attention to because I've not been. The Xbox hasn't been on in about a week. Oh, um, but yeah, the so achievements are for defeating two hundred, four hundred, six hundred, eight hundred, and a thousand zombies. But you should have killed at least that, getting the first thousand. So if you still have your safe health, all you need to do is load it up, and they should auto pop. Um. Still a fun game. It's only a couple of pounds, and there's a stack on Windows 10 as well as on Xbox, so you can double up. So definitely check that out. I'd recommend it. Uh, I finished Wanted Weapons of Fate on normal difficulty. Again. Again. Then I went back again and did it on killer difficulty. Jeez. Then... That was another hour. I went back and did it again on headshot mode. And at this point... All I have left is time attack mode and close combat mode for the platinum. Yeah, I was going to go and play through that again. It's a very good game. I'll pick the differ. And you know, he's gone as far as modding his controller. Yeah, had to mod the controller. For this experience. Ah. <laughs> what the, do you mean? The, well, the, I, w- I mean, I would have done it for other games anyway. The PlayStation 3 controller is an abomination. Those mushroom fucking analog sticks are. Mm. It's painful. It's fucking painful trying to aim with those things. So I modded them. You can actually see one over there. I added green. I got Xbox uh, green um, analog sticks. They're too big. They're too big. Is that what you're saying? It's not that. It's just they are. What is it? Concave or convex? They are. They're like. They go in the way. They go the Xbox sticks go in the way so you can get a proper grip. Whereas in the PlayStation Three they didn't do that. They were oh, just I know like what you mean. they were half oh, I know moon what you mean. Aye. and your hand. Oh, just... that does make a difference. You're absolutely right. It does. Well, I mean, check that controller over there. See the PlayStation Three controller no, with no, the green I, sticks. No, I, I know. I don't even need to touch it. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. It does actually make a difference. You're absolutely right. And so, like, I was struggling a little bit with killer difficulty because as soon as yeah. you pop your head up, you just get fucking sniped. But as soon as I modded the controller and had better sticks, I managed to go through it, no problem. Killer Craig mode. Killer Craig mode, yep. Uh, so, yeah, I'll be finishing off that platinum soon. I also finished Resident Evil 4, and I'm halfway through the hardest difficulty mode 
run of that because I went that platinum. Can't stop, won't stop. How many have you actually got year to date? Platinums. Not really many. No, it's been way more G's. That's that, that's why <laughs> that's why zombie Darby. Oh, I said it was too fast. Get such a high high the profile G's slot. Emojis. Uh, and after us talking last week, stocking up the G's. I booted up Excite Bike. Oh, I. I did. Yeah. On what? So I thought I was going to have to get it delivered, but it, <laughs> but it turns out I didn't because Nintendo Switch Online that we have often maligned on this podcast. Uh, they have like some retro old NES, NES, N64 right. games, and one of the NES games is Excitebike. It has wow. been added, so you can actually play it legally on the Switch. Jesus Christ. And how was your experience? Good. It's still, like, it brings back so many memories. Yeah. It's just, oh, it was such a fun game. Like, I mean, obviously, since then, it's been done so much better. Like, I don't know, you think of... Uh, I mean, trials. Trials. You think? Trials. Of, do you remember Joe Danger? Yeah, yeah. that was. But fun. Trials is the game. Oh, aye, trials that was amazing. amazing. The, the physics and that was just so addictive. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. in in Excite Bite, you've got sort of like three. So when you go up in the air, you can either be straight at a forty five degree angle that way, or a forty five degree angle up the way, and wherever you're going to land, you try and land like flat on the surface, whether mm. whatever it is, and so. It's fun, don't get me wrong. It's still to this day. You're like, oh, I can see why this was really good. But aye, there's obviously so many things I've done it better since. Yeah. Um, but no, it was fun. And the last thing I got, a, I was at one of the retro game shops and I saw X-Men Origins Wolverine on the PS3. Do you remember that game? Mm-hmm. And I remember it being really fun. Not a massive superhero fan, but I remember that game being a good time. And I looked down and I'm like, I, 18 quid every yeah. other every other PSD game's fucking 50p why is this thing 18 quid some because uh, I'd have bought it otherwise you know what I mean and then I started eBaying and this, the cheapest price on eBay was like 40 quid so it turns out it's quite a rare game so I was right. like oh, fuck it I'll pick it up then um, and I've, I've only played through the first level so far but my god it's still fun it's that the gameplay is excellent like, obviously, Insomniac have announced that after Spider-Man 2, they're going to be bringing out a Wolverine game. And I didn't really have much hype for it. I don't know why. It's just, I don't really, I'm not massive on superhero stuff. Mm. But after playing the first level of that, I'm like, right, I'm on board. This is going to be good. So I'll be playing more of that. But that's my, that's my lot. What about you, Andy? Uh, just Gears. No, Gears. Just Gears. Still good? Was it, no. See, last week, it was, so it's Gears 5 you're playing? Four. Four? So you've played five, but you haven't played four? Mm-hmm. Right, okay. Yep. This is the only one I've not played. I don't so. think I've played Gears 4. Is that the one? No, it's not. I was going to say, is that the one that's it's not Marcus Phoenix? Mm, that's his, it's oh, his that, son. That's Gears. Oh, Gears 4 is then? Ah, right, okay. Yeah. Why is this, it's your son you're playing? Right. Marcus Phoenix is in it. Right. But he's like one of the side characters you're along with. Ah, right, okay. One, two, and three is Marcus Phoenix. Yeah. And then it moves, like they've obviously done a trilogy. Aye. And it's all in the same world, obviously. But it moves on to other characters after that. Good so far, though, yeah. Huh? That's good. And yourself, Jessica? Yeah, just um, too much Zelda. Too much Zelda. Mm. You beat your first Divine Beast? 
eventually, so honest to God, you watch in the fucking the swearing coming out of this one, mm. like, a, did, like a trucker. No, I wasn't swearing. It was like uh, slapping the, pillows and stuff. Oh, right. and annoyance. Sorry, that's now much we know better. where the lumps came from. Squawk <laughs> <laughs> in and she's doing in a pillow. <laughs> right, but I realised because obviously I'm I'm reluctant to look up too much. I want to enjoy yeah. the game for what it is. I want to explore because that's what's like that's the appeal to me. Like yeah, the uh, unknown. Yeah. Um, I really enjoy all the little shrines and all the puzzles in there. Um, I struggled with the first divine beast, has to be said. But it's because, and then I eventually did have to look up somebody doing it because I'm like, how the fuck are people doing this? Because yeah. I just don't. And I had even to the point where, like, I I knew I wasn't at the right level. I went back. I got more gear. I got more life, like little heart things. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, right, I'm prepared now. I'm prepared for this. And I still fucking couldn't do it. And that <laughs> was so frustrating. So eventually, I did have to look up somebody doing it. Because she was getting worried because Nathan has also started it. Yeah, I've and sold was, it so much to him that he's like, I'm going to play it now, Mum. And he was right. catching up. All right. And good. so I think, she hasn't admitted this, but I think Jess was like, right, I'm not having this. Can I have this? Nah. Um. So yeah, there was a part of it I was doing wrong. I was trying to like block things that were coming at me, mm-hmm. but actually I forgot I had the ability to just knock them down with a hammer, basically. Right. So that was my mistake. But... I progressed. It's all good. Did you find the boss quite easy when you figured that out? Yes, I did it the second time. Right, okay. So you probably could have done it earlier, even not as levelled up as you were. Yeah, probably. Well, Nathan's like, he only had like four hearts, and once I told him what to do, he completely didn't bother. And I was like, shit. But I mean, he completed the cuphead, so it's probably just that he's very And I told him what to do. Um, But yeah, so now that I'm post 10 days, um, Nintendo has revealed that I've played 25 hours so far. Yep, that'll um, do it. That, that could cause a hand injury. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, I've also pre-ordered Tears of the Kingdom because obviously I'm enjoying this. I can tell that I'm going to want to play more, but yeah. I suppose my only concern is that it is largely more of the same and maybe playing them so close together might have been a mistake. Mm. But Because yeah, like Nintendo... you might want something different. Yeah, they think you I don't know. Zelda. Like, it is a direct sequel with many of the sort of same quirks and ideas and like I don't know. You can always like if you if you finish uh, Breath of the Wild and you're like, oh, I'll take a break. Yeah. You can take a break for a month and then play it. Yeah, I'll see how I go. But um, but yeah, that's all I've played. Cool. Let's move on to this week's news then. News, news. I was believing the news. We are bringing you the news. So, first up, Sega has purchased Rovio, which is the mobile developer behind Angry Birds, for a reported $625 million. Uh, Haruki Satomi, president and chief executive of Sega Sammy, said among the rapidly growing global gaming market, the mobile gaming market has especially high potential and it has been Sega's long-term goal to accelerate this its expansion in this field. I, I don't know. It's probably a good time for... If, if, you, if I was the head of Rovio, I'd... I mean, I don't know they're in our workings, but I'd probably be quite happy to sell. It feels like that certainly the Angry Birds craze is well and truly over. Yeah. I mean, I checked. It said that like their turnover was like $300 million a year. 
Mm. Ah, they'll still be made, no, no doubt. Because one thing that annoyed me, so our daughter has been sort of dabbling a bit with gaming. And I remember thinking, oh, she'd maybe quite enjoy like playing Angry Birds. But mm. see the sort of, I think it's Angry Birds 2 or whatever Angry Birds is now on mobile. You can't just buy it. They don't fucking let you. You have to have ads. Oh. And so, like at the time, she was like five, and I'm like, she doesn't know how to click away from the ads properly. Do you know wait what I mean? The 30 and wait, seconds. I wait, the, <laughs> I wait the ten second countdown before you can click away from the ads. I was like, I'll give you a five, or just fuck off with the ads so that she can just play it because she was enjoying it. Mm-hmm. But it just wouldn't let us, and so I'm sure they would still make quite a bit of money. But like, I don't know. It just seems like a a strange time to buy them. So she was clicking into the ads all the time. Aye, constantly. Mm. But yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I, I just, I, I mean, Sega's obviously decided it's worth it for them, but I, I don't know. I wouldn't be massively into. Maybe it's like a, it's been out a while now. It's a diminishing market, maybe. It's yeah. maybe more money, just getting more advertising money than actually sales money. I mean, maybe they've got a plan to sort of bring it back in a big way, but. I yeah. guess had its time. Yeah, I, I, would, I would have thought so. And it's not like they're known for much else. Like at the time, I mean, they did those two films that did really well as well. Mm. But I mean, that's all. It's all gone that's now. Like, you can't. You can't do another film now. Surely, but it's like Snake. Some time pop culture, Angry Birds. Mm. Something else will come on. Yeah. I I don't know. I think there's better ways you could have spent six hundred and twenty-five million. I'd have sold this podcast for less. How much? Six twenty-three million, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> How much more money would you spend on reworking Suicide Squad? Yeah, <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah, so next up, originally due out at the end of next month, Suicide Squad has now been delayed until the 2nd of February 2024. Um, so there was a statement shared on Twitter um, by developer Rocksteady and they said, we have made a tough but necessary decision to take the time needed to work on getting the game to be the best quality experience for players. Thank you to our amazing community for the continued support, patience and understanding. Signs off by saying it'll have more news and information to share in the coming months. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what you do with this game at this point. Like, no. they've cl- like it gets to the point... Like, I maintain, when I watched that most recent trailer, I thought the traversal looked fun. Like... Outside of that, I don't know. I don't care about the Suicide Squad, which makes it very difficult to care about the game. Like, Rocksteady have always put out good games, so I think it would maybe be decent, but it looks a bit like the Avengers, which nobody wants to be punching something. There's fucking numbers coming out of it. Um, I just don't know how much they can change in a year. Like, they've clearly delayed this because everybody shot over that. Aye, there was a state of play, it had disastrous feedback, like, and they've had to somehow address that, but you can't, what can you they can't, do in eight months? You can't change the full game. Nah. Like, the game is what the game's going to be. They can make certain changes. Maybe they will take the numbers away and they'll make it less live. I mean, it's not going to be a live service game, but it's going to have the remnants of it. Maybe mm. they can get rid of more of that stuff. Mm. They've been making this game for eight years, though. Yeah. At a certain point, you've got to go... We just need to get this out yeah. and move on. Yeah, I think the kind of damage is done. Like people who are going to buy it are going to buy it. Like I don't think it's going to. The thing is, it's cause, yeah. see, cause it's Suicide Squad. It will sell well regardless. Mm. It could be utter shit, and it will probably sell well. But I just don't see what what's the cost benefit of. 
delaying this another year and then it's going to come out and probably do what it was going to do anyway. I just, I don't know. Yeah. It was interesting as well. I was listening to the cast. I'm sure I can't remember the source. I would need to re-listen to it. But they said something about, like, actually the delay was, like, sort of known before that state of play went out. And I'm like, why the fuck did they put it out then if that was the case? That they knew it was going to be delayed before the state of play. as I say, I'm not sure the source, but... So that would suggest that it wasn't based on the feedback then? Yeah. Um, so if it does just need polish to you know, make sure the game definitely works and it's not buggy and all that, that, but yeah, it's... Yeah. Got, I got a... Uh, Arkham Knight was 2015. That's mad. They just need to get it out. Yeah, and I, I, I sort of... Again, we don't know the release schedule for next year at the moment, but I don't know. Historically, February's... Ah, it's nice to see February fucking stacking up already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in which case, it could just get lost even more and buried in that month because of yeah. the other good Maybe stuff. Maybe that's why they're coming out in a second. Staking uh, their claim true. early yeah. for February. Yeah, true. True. There's only so many bunk beds for February and they're getting, theirs in. <laughs> they're getting their reservation in early. Good old February. Yeah. Uh, for all Street Fighter fans, a live showcase on the upcoming Street Fighter 6 is taking place tonight, if you're listening, on the date of release. So it's April 20th at 11pm UK time. You can watch it on Street Fighter and PlayStation's official YouTube channels. Unexpectedly, rapper Lil Wayne will be anchoring the vein and in the trailer, he says we can expect new ways to fight, crazy new game modes and some big announcements. I don't know what his inclusion is. Like, is he going to be like a commentator or something or is it just his music playing in the background? It's a bit rich him saying it's going to be a big announcement when his name's Little Wayne <laughs> Surely there must be something to do with his music being in the game or something like that mm. There must be, I mean there has to be a reason why he's hosting yeah. this thing Presumably, Money? I yeah, well, yeah. well I, <laughs> but I think, I don't know I could see it being like some sort of deal where his music's going to be in the game, maybe he's a downloadable character or something like that like I think it was Mortal Kombat, like Zelina Vega from the wrestling is going to be in it as a commentator. So maybe Street Fighter's like, oh, we need a bit of the action. don't know how relevant little... I mean, rap music is my type of music, but I don't really keep up with modern music and I don't know how relevant he is these days. I can't even tell you. Sure he's not short of a bubble too. Uh, next up, Lego 2K Drive is out on Nintendo Switch next month, and if you're planning to add a physical copy to your collection, then listen up. Listings of the hard copy include a number of warnings noting how a game card is not included with the physical version. Download will be required, and so will a micro SD card. So it's basically just a download code in a box. Folk get really upset about this. Let's see physical game folk because they're like, they want the actual the thing. And then you open up and it's just basically a fucking box with a code in it. It's just a waste of plastic. It Aye. really is. Isn't it? Aye. Like, why just not put it in the eShop and be like... They should just turn around and say we're not doing a physical release. Like, don't be wrong, I get it. Like, this is... It, part of the issue here, obviously, is that they need to a hurry up and release a fucking Super Switch. Yeah. Like, it's... It'll be a case of... Like, 2K are, like, the game's 4 gig. 4.5 gig, actually. Is it? Yeah, and that like, obviously... So the game's 4.5 gig, and these stupid wee cards hold, what, 1 gig or something like that. We can't, we physically can't do it, which is fair enough, but 
I don't know, like... Yeah, and I suppose, like, that's what they're saying the file size is just now, but then that might not factor in, like, future updates, and that could be subject to change between now yeah. and at least, so they're safe, they're safer doing it this way, but yeah, I, I don't know. But I, why print the plastic? Yeah, yeah, that's that's what annoys me about it. Yeah, uh, you are very eco. An eco warrior. But a monster hunter I am not. That's our next story. Monster Hunter Now is the next project from Pokemon Go developer in Niantic. Ni- Niantic, I think it is. Niantic. Hmm. Made in collaboration with Capcom and you'll be able to try it from next week, apparently. So it's described as a hunting action role-playing game which mixes Capcom's menagerie of creatures with Pokemon Go maker's trademark brand of smartphone-based real-world gameplay. Monster Hunter Now is set to fully launch in September this year but will roll out in closed beta starting from the 25th of April which you can sign up for at monsterhunternow.com I don't think this is going to be of any interest to us but it'll probably be fucking huge Pokemon Go was huge and Monster Hunter games sell a lot so if you can download it for free and go and catch monsters in the fucking the woods which sounds sinister (laughs) as hell but um, yeah yeah, you've got to imagine that this will do really really well there is is a is that Monster Hunter Rise? Not the one that's out the news. On Xbox. Is that a port from like a handheld? Aye, so it, it was initially just a Switch game, right, and then it right. came to Xbox and PlayStation in January. But it's on shit. Game Pass as well. Aye, Aye I think it's shit. just it's just upscaled. Mm. I mean, it, it sold for millions and millions and millions of copies though. Like the idea's it's, cool though. Aye, like I, I think it, it's a really good thing. Like, see if you were making a list of things to, I don't know, use that Pokemon Go style gameplay, Monster Hunter is a perfect yeah, way of definitely. doing it. Because there's a whole bunch of games coming out this year, I forgot to make a list of it, but I think there's like a football one, there's like four or five different, like, games in the style of, oh, you go down here and you fucking throw a ball and catch something. Mm-hmm. It's not exactly that, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Monster Hunter seems like the type of thing that could do really well with it. Warner Brothers has announced a standalone game based on the Harry Potter sport Quidditch, which is currently in the works. Harry Potter Quidditch Champions is its full name, developed by Unbroken Studios. Team released a battle royale title called Fracture Lands and also lists itself as a co-developer of Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Quidditch Champions will be a fast-paced, competitive multiplayer game featuring the world's most iconic magical sport, according to a newly published FAQ. Already in development for several years, you'll team up with friends online and compete in matches with your player being fully customisable. Due to its online nature, Quidditch Champions will require a constant internet connection. No single-player content is announced at the moment. Hmm. Well, given how well that Hogwarts game is sold... This is like, and people were constantly like, "Where's Quidditch? Where's yeah. Quidditch? Why is Quidditch oh, not in it?" Sake. So, because it's a game in itself, obviously, aye, yeah. aye, which is now transpired. Yeah. I'd be slightly concerned that this team's previous work is a battle royale called Fractured Lands, which I've never heard of in my fucking life, and I don't think anybody has. And their other claim to fame is working on Suicide Squad, which is going really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm a bit concerned about that. But um, I, I don't know. If it's online only, I've got absolutely zero interest. I mean, I've got zero interest anyway, let's be honest. But um, if it's online only, especially, like, what's this going to be? F- like, Quidditch Ultimate Team? 
Yeah, I'm not really. Uh, it probably really, will be as well. I'm not got a deep desire to play Quidditch. No, no, I'm yeah. alright. Might be in real life. I'd get a go in real life. No, it'd be too high off the ground. Right, let's get some brooms. You know, people, people you know? do do it. Do people? Oh, I. Uh, oh, there's Quidditch leagues and stuff yeah. like that. They just run about and pretend they're flying. Yeah. What with the mirrors? With their feet, so it looks as if they're. We should look up on YouTube. I'm sure it's really cool. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Um, just to be side note as well, Hogwarts Legacy spoiler cast episode will be coming early next week, so make sure you subscribe so you don't miss that. Ben from Grumpy Gamers and Donnie will be joining us on that. So, yes. Um, last week we spoke about Joseph Staten, known for his work on the Halo series, um, and uh, about how he's leaving Microsoft, and we speculated what his next move might be. But we don't have to wonder anymore because he has been on the Twitter and he has said that he's been hired as creative director on an unannounced Netflix games project. In his mm. announcement tweet, Satan confirms that the game is a brand new IP and referred to the project as AAA multi-platform experience. How do you play the games in Netflix? I've never done that. So your controller? Your, like your TV controller? Well, any games that they've they've put on so far have been like visual novels or like, like, Minecraft, like Minecraft Dungeons was on it wasn't it and oh it was, was it oh I don't know how that works then it was like a wee battle tank game or something I don't know oh, I've never tried any of them I mean, the, I mean the ones that I know of like um, that game last year the like interactive F- the FMV game ones, yeah. that was on Game Pass it was really good they put it on it, but again, that's just you can you could literally use an actual TV remote with that. It's just selecting options, and so a lot of the stuff is like that. But I mean, this does claim that it's going to be multi-platform, so I think it's going to be like a fully fledged game. But I, I mean, I don't know. I suppose it would be a case of you would just Bluetooth a controller to your TV, and the game would stream. And then maybe native versions will be released on Xbox or PlayStation, I would assume. But I mean, I would, if I was to guess, I would just say that this just isn't going to come out. Like, Netflix have been doing this for a while. Amazon have got a game studio as well. They've yet to produce fuck all. I, I don't know. The, I mean, don't be wrong, he's going to be getting paid a fortune to be there. Like, his influence, they'll have paid a lot of money to get him away from Microsoft. So he's quids in regardless. Yeah. But I don't... I, I could, If I was a betting man, I would say this will come to nothing. Yeah. It, it's going to take a lot for... I don't know... That to become a thing, isn't it? Like... It's just everyone trying to bet on cloud gaming. But yeah. I don't know. It's just... I don't think the infrastructure's there yet. Like... I think that's what... It would say, if it was a Netflix game, like, they said multi-platform, so they are probably planned to release it on PlayStation and Xbox, so if it's a good game, it'll sell well. Mm. Um, if it's an interesting game, it'll do well. But if they're... Uh, presumably, they would be putting it on Netflix as Exclusive well. and In, in, in which case, it would have to be some sort of streaming option, I would have mm-hmm. thought. Well, it is a streaming platform. It is. So it is. That would make sense. Netflix already losing their ass, Like... Money to burn. Money to burn. Yep, that's your lot for this week in the news front, I'm afraid. Time for Super Mario 
Do you say bros or is it brothers? Brothers. I would always say brothers, but they always shorten it to bros, Dot. Yeah. I think you'd get accused of being a hipster if you called it Super Mario Bros. Yeah. <laughs> so it is smashing records all over the shop. So it's the highest grossing movie of 2023 so far. As for video game adaptations, and we know all about those, obviously, Mario is the highest grossing film ever, surpassing Warcraft and likes of Detective Pikachu. The anim- and 1993 Super Mario Bros. Yes, it's surpassed that to agree. Much to your disappointment. Um, the animated adventure from Universal Nintendo and Illumination took first place again this week with 92 million over the weekend at the box office. Um, those returns rank as the highest grossing second weekend for an animated film as well as the seventh highest grossing second weekend for any film at the domestic box office according to Universal. Um, at the time of recording its combined domestic and international takings add up to a whopping 508.7 million. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so it's been a hit with audiences. It's crazy. Um, it's sent a 96% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. Critics, however, have been a bit less tame. But what did we think? Critics have shown their fucking ass <laughs> on this, by the way. We spoke about this before last week, but they have absolutely shown their ass. I know, because I thought this was fucking brilliant. Yeah. Aye. That's brilliant. It's really good. It's so funny. Yeah. It's actually, there's couple of like, proper belly laughs in mm-hmm. it. Yeah, so... I you know. can tell it's made by the people that make Minions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I I, I just, I don't know, like, even, like, all the little, like, toads and stuff like that, like, you can, not toads, the little, um... Shins. Ah, you can, <laughs> it's just... I know, I, it's got the same feel, but even, you can tell as well it's made by people who know the source material. Though. Oh, yeah. And they've, like, it's not like somebody's, it's not like some young guy's been, went, tasked with going right go and fucking look up all the Mario stuff and come back and write a film but it's somebody that's probably went, grew up with yeah, and just knows it there's such a spread like obviously Mario's yeah. been how long 80s uh, 82 um, I think was the first yeah. game so do you know what I mean like it, there's so much content to potentially pull in so yeah, yeah you're right it's somebody who does know and get those little things like I, I kind of made a list of just some of the kind of nods that were included you wouldn't um, even get to see them all the first time you'd have no, to watch it again again no. to i'm really more. excited to see it again yeah oh, definitely so i'll just go through them actually so luigi's ringtone so he gets a call um it's like the first call at their for their plumbing thing uh, yeah um and he's ringtones the gamecube startup sound Ah, yeah. Right, um, I missed that at the time. Yeah. Um, one of the early scenes, uh, Mario sat in his bedroom playing the Nez. Which, yeah, like, that was um, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, before they get sucked into the kind of warp pipe, they run through like Brooklyn um, when they're trying to get to the new company's first plumbing job on time. And as they dash across like the planks and hop over the fences, yeah. um, like it's the construction site like resembles the layout of level 1-1 one, one in Super Mario Bros. Oh, um, which is that. probably one of the most iconic video game levels of all time. Yeah. And then at the end he slides down like a metal signpost just as he would on the kind of flagpole yeah. signal in the end of the of the platforming level. <laughs> um, obviously the, the different worlds are kind of captured so he travels to different worlds in the film and there's loads that you recognise probably so like obvious ones like Donkey Kong's Jungle Kingdom Rainbow Road from Mario Kart Bowser's Castle Peach's Castle um, and then there's like kind of quick looks at like underwater filled bit I remember mm. and there was like a 
One of that was from like which eight, everybody hated. Yeah, sixty-four. I used to hate the underwater levels. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> them and those fucking um, the sand the ships. Oh, the ships. Fucking bombs everywhere. Yeah. Quite a few references to Mario Kart. So before. Mario and Co take off racing on Rainbow Road they customise their carts in Jungle Kingdom and they kind of select their vehicle body wheels and parasail just like you would on mm-hmm. your controller obviously mm-hmm. before you start and that's um, exactly how you did in the latest Mario yeah um, Toad sits up in his little monster truck and then you've got Peach in her like sports bike um, and obviously Mario's in his classic cart um, and then the the wedding because I'm like I've seen Bowser in this white suit before um, mm-hmm. so yeah but after it, after he gets the power star he plans to destroy the Mushroom Kingdom unless of course Princess Peach agrees to marry him and that's the, the plot basically in Odyssey mm-hmm. yeah. um, which climaxes with Mario breaking up uh, the wedding with Peach at the last minute um, and yeah so he wears the kind of same hat and tucks as he does then. There's loads more, loads more just oh, little God, nods yeah. and stuff. Just um, yeah. It's almost just every, out, every scene's got something. Yeah. Um, and obviously, like, I don't know, the story itself, like, I, I don't know where this is, where critics have kind of came in and saying it was like, oh, like, as you'd expect. But to me, I'm like, what more did you want? Like, it's a basic plot. Mario travels through the Mushroom Kingdom with Princess Peach and Toad to find his brother that he lost at the beginning to save the world from ruthless the game's hardly Bowser. Got a like plot that's in it. that's mm-hmm. what it's going to be. Yeah, I thought they'd done well to create a film for the for a game that doesn't really have much of a story. Yeah, yeah. and it's all about yeah. the sort of relationships with the characters, and they all yeah. have really good interaction. They're really fun. I think they're all portrayed really well. Like I don't know. I feel like obviously Princess Peach has sort of more of a star and role like in the game certainly the early ones she's like the damsel in distress well you see at the beginning you see at the end that's that aye. aye and she's like oh she has to be saved and like that is completely outdated but at the same point they could have went too far and made it like where people would have been like oh this is woke as hell do you mm-hmm. know what I mean and I feel like they did it just enough where she was like a badass character but they didn't mm-hmm. ram it down your throat yeah no I absolutely loved what they did with Princess Peach like you say like they totally flipped the script on the traditional video game dynamic where she's a damsel in distress and mm-hmm. in many cases like she's like the goal and if you don't yeah. reach the end you don't actually bloody well see her yeah Um. whereas yeah obviously in the film like it's actually Mario that needs her help and she's like this I don't know formidable ally rather than the kidnapped damsel in distress so yeah and she's obviously not intimidated by Bowser I mean she's who I'd once even me she mm. was badass I loved her obviously like they're going to say this regardless but I definitely got the impression that like, it, like so it's an all-star cast mm-hmm. but I, I don't know I feel like when at first I, I'm sure you could probably listen back to podcasts and when we were talking about the cast and, and going fucking hell they've like picked up every a-lister they could find yeah. but it it felt like they're all probably fans of the source material mm-hmm, like yeah. granted publicly they're going to tell you they are anyway regardless of course but i believe it like i don't know i just i think everyone was invested like despite my love of the 1993 classic <laughs> you can tell that like they were not fucking into it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, well, Bob Hoskins hates that film. I mean, aye, that. Bob Hoskins, like, was it not? Was one of the uh, things not halfway through the film? He phoned up his son and was like, Is this a game? Didn't even know. Do you no, know what his, I mean? son asked, his son asked him what he's working on. They told him and he went, That's a game. And he showed him the game. And then aye, he went, aye, Oh, fuck, it's a game. Aye. Like, <laughs> whereas, now granted, this comes with time, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like, you've got, like, 
all the people that are in this now, like Jack Black and the like, they would have grown up playing Mario. Whereas obviously Bob Hoskins would not have. Do you know no. what I mean? So some of that comes with time. But I feel like, I don't know, I just think the stars aligned with it. Like, good plot, really well executed. The animation's fucking brilliant as well. Funny. Um, it's really funny. Really funny. So many callbacks. Like, if you're a Mario fan, and I think that's possibly where some of the disconnect came from with these critics. Like, they, they would have been reviewing it as an animated film and not as a Mario film. Mm-hmm. And I think if you look at it, it's just like... Like, see if you subbed out all the Mario characters and just put generic characters in. It probably isn't that... Like, it is a fairly loose story. It is. There's not that much going on. But if you are a fan of Mario and a fan of of gaming, then you're like, holy shit, look at that bit. Look at that ringtone. And, oh my God, like when they went down Rainbow Road and you're like, oh, fucking hell. Whereas if if you're a 16-year-old guy from the fucking Verge or something like that that's been told to review this film, you're just like... What is this fucking right? He's going down a fucking a road that's a rainbow. That's weird. Whereas we're like, oh, that's yeah. fucking cool. Right, these are probably folk that have never played, never played Mario. Yeah. So there's no love for the actual the source material. Yeah. Eh? The one thing, and I said this to you at the time we were in the cinema, is see when Mario and Donkey Kong get knocked off a rainbow road. Like obviously for the. Um, for the story, they had to end up in the water, but I just wanted that fucking cloud to appear and to fucking pick them up and put them back. <laughs> like, that was the one thing that I was like, even if it wasn't them, even if it happened to somebody else, I just wanted that cloud to yeah. appear and lift somebody else up and put them back on the road. It was the one thing that didn't happen. But no, I thought it was absolutely brilliant. Um, and we did actually get again. like obviously Chris Pat, Pratt. I actually think he did a really good job. I wasn't sure how it was going to work, but they sort of oh they explained that they explained so. it at the very yeah. beginning. Oh, we put the accent on for the advert. That's not actually how we sound. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Charles uh, Martinet, who like has voiced the character in the games, he is actually in it as the Italian guy Giuseppe. Oh, in the, in the restaurant, and he's like he's playing the on the arcade jump man, which obviously resembles like the Donkey Kong. Um, which yeah. is where Mario that's first character, yeah, yeah, right. Um, ah, that's right, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I thought Jack Black was really well, did really well Aye. with Bowser. Obviously, like he's, I watched the video yeah. that you mentioned last week of his Peaches song. song. Yeah. Um, it's officially become a hit as well. It's been in the Billboard Hot 100. So Jesus Christ, yeah, <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, and actually, the rest of the soundtrack <laughs> I thought was great. I don't know, they just had some right good. Aye. I don't know, mm. classic belters, you know what I mean? Like Bonnie Tyler, Holding Out for a Hero, Take On Me. Take Me On, uh, that's right. It's just one of those films that, that nailed everything. Yeah. I think it did. And like, obviously we're going to get a sequel. Like, there's no way. Like, films don't make this sort of money and then no, not do a follow-up. And obviously Nintendo, there was talk of them potentially exploring, like doing a Zelda and maybe a couple others as well and like I mean oh they'll if, be doing that now aye I'll if they're going to be this more. level of quality then absolutely like, I've never played a Zelda game but I know they've got more of a story than Mario does look, so they've got a lot to work with Illumination have got a contract for life mm. for that I think yeah. I would think so yeah and just once again like I feel like we have single handedly <laughs> brought video game films back to the masses aye back to the masses into the mainstream We've done this. Like it was only a few a few weeks ago that we were killing celebrities, 
But now... I checked on him today, actually. David Dickinson, he's still alive. Is he? Yeah. Your days are numbered, Dickinson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure somebody would have tagged as if something had uh, <laughs> We need to make a few more predictions. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I just think we deserve a bit of a pat on the back because we, we suffered through some real shite and highlighted the issues that needed fixing. <laughs> And they have the industry has delivered with a decent Uncharted film, Mortal Kombat. What's that one that's in the cinema just now? That's meant to be quite good. Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons, Mario. Yep. Impressive stuff. Okay, on that note, are you going to rate Mario? That's five. Five, five mushrooms. Five. Five red Five. and white mushrooms for me. What about you, Jess? Five all round, yes. Can't be many we've got that's got the full 15. Not many. No, I'll need to update That usually only happens at Christmas time when we watch <laughs> classics. <laughs> yes, I'll need to update the page. And... Good fucking luck with that. That's yeah. about six months worth to do. Yeah, potentially. Um, I feel like we're doing something stupid here. I'm going from such a good high film. Oh no, this one's going to be even better. And now we're going to watch a shitter. I don't think so. So this technically isn't a gaming movie, but we can maybe liken it to, or somehow tie it into go, go, Goat uh, Simulator. Goat Simulator. Oh, we'll find the link. Because it's got goats in it. Oh, it's definitely Goat so, Simulator all over. Yeah, so this is listener Squinny's pick, Kill Her Goats, which was released in 2023. Um... I'll read the synopsis for you just to just to tease you. Whet your appetite. Yeah. Um, I don't even know what her name is. Audra, is that how I say it? Why not? Sure. So Audra's ga- graduation gift is her dream house, but soon becomes a living nightmare when some uninvited guests come to her homecoming party who aren't very subtle about the fact they don't approve of the home's new owner. Spoiler, I think they're goats. Yeah, maybe. Um, Killer goats. Me? Goats invade the home. Uh-huh. So it's basically <laughs> just like I'm fucking out. <laughs> it's basically Winnie the Pooh, but a goat. Right. Yeah. So much like horror films of the seventies and eighties though, um there's, there's you're, gonna, you're gonna love it, Andy, honestly. All practical effects, no CGI. Yeah. And I do quote, like that. The quote here I've got I don't think they're gonna like that. Quote here I've got <laughs> I think it's been made with fifty quid and a five bucket of fags. <sighs> the quote I've got here says it's bloody stunning. There you go. So maybe we could get a quote in the box for the DVD release if, blurb, we, if we're quick enough. A blurb, pure dead uh, gaming blurb. I've had a few blurbs in games, never in film. That's that could be the next goal. Mm-hmm. So yeah, please go ahead and watch that one and report back with all your thoughts. We'll discuss it next week. I'm very excited about it. You don't might not know this about me, but I really enjoy a shit film. You do. You do enjoy a shit film. Never know. <laughs> Does anyone have anything else to share or comment on before we wrap things up for this week? No. No. no I just need some sleep. Same. I'm fucking tired. Let's all, let's all just, let's go, just, let's go, all to just go to bed. Let's just go to bed. Right. Okay. Night, night. Set your phones down. <laughs> cuddle up in a wee ball. Go for a nap. Do you want me just to... Put the electric blanket Instead on. of cutting this off, will I just leave dead air for everyone? And that might just... Oh, a bit of white, white noise. noise yeah. White noise or rain. Rain. I love that. A bit of rain. Oh, I do like a bit of rain. I mean, the Scottish accent is so sultry that we probably are... probably falling asleep already. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> In a good way, but not through boredom. <laughs>